Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Carly Shaner, and this is P.S. Keep It 100. And today's episode is episode number 10. It is entitled A Letter to a Friend. Now, I will say that I had absolutely no intention of ever writing this outline or recording this podcast or releasing it. It came out of the clear blue sky this morning and it came with a sense of urgency. So I typed it out as quickly as I could and then carved out some time to kind of go over it, proofread it, record it, and then hopefully get it out by this upcoming week. I had every intention on releasing another episode, but this one, like I said, came out of the clear blue sky. So, um, episode 10 is entitled A Letter to a Friend, and I will be reading a lot of it because, like I said, I typed it up um, this morning after an encounter that I had. So, I recently ran into someone at the store that I've known for quite a long time, I was a little bit surprised by the interaction. It got me to thinking, and it ended up being the experience that laid the groundwork for this show. So this, like, random, like, this whole entire week, I don't know how anybody else's week has been, but all of, like, last week, by the time this is released, it'll be last week. Last week was absolutely insane, and I had all these plans lined up. And then they all got canceled because I got a stomach bug. It was it was wonderful. Um, I just purged like the depths of my soul. I'm pretty sure. But everybody in my house is fine now. We're on the upswing. We all got different versions of it. But I needed to go to the grocery store, and like any chance I get for my husband to drive me there and accompany me, I take it because it just makes me absolutely insane. So, yeah, I ran into somebody that I've known for a long time, and it was it was awkward. It was weird, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. So, it got me to thinking. Each person we encounter gets to see a different version of us. It's not a matter of if we are whole or if we are fractured, and by that I mean like two-faced and authentic, that kind of, that kind of vibe. But each person we meet over our lifetime gets to encounter a different version of who we are. We grow, we change, time goes on, we, we evolve. It's supposed to be this way. The version of me at age 12 is quite different than the version of me present day. And I've said this before, the version of me six months ago is not the same woman that is recording this and I'm sure as time goes on and if I continue to do this like the show will change it will evolve because I'm evolving I'm changing I'm growing that's what we're supposed to do so some people through all of this have stayed with me that's mainly family um there's a few others a few friends And they've seen each shift in year of growth and or change Some, for whatever reason, have bowed out at some point along the line. Some of it was by choice, either by them or by I. 
And oftentimes, it's more circumstantial than anything. People move, people marry, kids appear, life gets busy. That's just life. So I guess my initial thought or feeling that I experienced after my encounter the other day was confusion. I was confused that this person wasn't especially enthused to see me. I think highly of this person, so it was hard for me to not take personal. I didn't want it to make an ego thing out of it, but, you know, it's it's a constant battle with my personality, my ego, and what God is trying to show me all the time. So it got me to thinking, and then I thought of the day that my dad passed away. So what I was doing at the moment of time that I received that call um, that he had died of a drug overdose, what I was doing. Um, I'm going to start over with this part. Then I thought of the day that my dad died, what I was doing at the moment of the time that I received the call that he had died of a drug overdose. I was grocery shopping. I was at the store. I was by myself. My daughter was in the care of my mother. I had spent the entire day with my family, meaning my mom, my sister, and our girls, and my mom had offered to keep watch over my daughter so I could grocery shop peacefully, and as a stay-at-home mother, she was a year and a half at the time. She had been breastfed for almost the first year of her life. Like, I was happy to, to get a break at the grocery store, like going grocery shopping alone after having a um, breastfed baby, I'm not com- not complaining. It's just it gives you a different perspective on alone time. That's all I'm saying. That call that I got just shattered my world. Like just shattered my world at that moment. Like all of my peace was gone. And I remember it being like, you know, I answered the phone and the woman on the other end of the line had said something along the lines of, hello, am I speaking with a Miss Carly Small? And I remember thinking, I'm married. That's my maiden name. So I knew whoever was calling was someone from my past. And to my accuracy, the call was in regards to my father, the person who incidentally gave me that name. Just comes full circle. The woman was... It was the medical examiner's office, and uh, the woman proceeded to ask me a series of questions that pretty much established that she was who she said she was, and I was who she was intending to call. She told me that my father had been found dead that morning, and judging by his surroundings at the time of his death, they were fairly certain that it was a drug overdose. And I just remember looking at the floor and looking around the aisle and just taking in everything around me as she was giving me this information. And I could almost hear my thoughts out loud like I was um, out of my body, you know, looking at myself from a different perspective. And I remember thinking, like, what do I do right now? What do I do with this information? What, What do I do? Because as anybody knows who's lost a parent or parents or someone close to them, when that moment in time changes you forever, you're never the same. Whether it is, you know, in my case, my father and I were estranged for seven years when he died. Or if it's, you know, someone you're close to, regardless, 
you're never the same after that. I, I was not, and I don't know anybody to ever keep it moving after something like that. So the fir- I, I got off the phone with her, and the first call I made was to my husband, and I told him what happened, and I asked him, what do I do? Like, I was just frozen, I was in shock, and I was just in the aisle of random shit at Aldi, which is, like, it's like TJ Maxx in the middle of the grocery store, it's wonderful, but, like, what, you know? Um, and I share that story because I encountered several people at the store that day between the phone call and between into the time I got home. Not a single one of them had any idea about the phone call that I had just received because I'm pretty sure I was, uh, I was alone. And even if I wasn't, I don't think anybody around me could, uh, hear the conversation or what was actually going on. So I had no more idea of their life at that moment than they had of mine. And for a split second, everyone around me, including me, was a human with a whole range of emotions that was probably either A, going through something, B, had just gotten through something, or C, was about to enter into something, you know? And there's the slight chance that maybe they were at a period of rest or receiving in their life. I have no idea. But it became very clear to me at that moment and since then that first impressions are just trash and anyone I encounter, including myself, I need to treat them with kindness and respect because I don't know what they're going through in their daily life, you know? I remember uh, my husband telling me, just take what's ever in the cart, you know, you can leave. And I was like, no, I don't want to leave the cart, you know, that's not fair to the people that work here and, like, we need the food. Like, I came here because we, you know, my daughter needed, like, yogurt and stuff. Like, I needed, I needed things. So he, uh, he explained to me, like literally walk me through step by step, like, okay, go up to the counter and just pay for everything and put it in the car and just come straight home and I'll take care of everything else. And so I did that and I went to the front of the store and there was an older woman and she, I think just had like a gallon of milk and like a loaf of bread, like very little. And I felt ridiculous, like standing in front of her and I, I told her to go. Well, come to find out that she had the wrong type of milk or maybe there was something wrong with the milk. I don't really remember, but she had to go back to the the back of the store and get another half gallon. And I remember her apologizing so profusely to me. She was so sorry to bother me. And I remember just standing there in awe thinking like I had no concept of time at that moment. Not like I had no idea um, what time it was, how long she had been gone. It caused me no inconvenience whatsoever, but she was so concerned about my well my well-being and my my time and was so kind and um probably over overly apologetic and polite but I was just kind of like moved by how she interacted with me not knowing anything that I just experienced you know um sometimes I think God throws us angels embodied when we need it the most just to get us through to the next uh phase you know and some of us come some of them come in forms of uh like our family and our spouses and our children of course but some are just placed in plain sight like that lady with the milk um before I start crying 
I want to get back to what I have written here. Um, has it been easy to do all that? You know, treat, I'm referring to treating myself and others with kindness and respect. Has it been easy to do that? Do I do it perfectly? No, not at all. Like, I fuck it up every day, literally. I find some way to screw it up, you know? I fall short. I am human, and I'm very hard on myself because I'm a perfectionist, you know? It's something that I work on and work through, and this podcast has been a big um, opportunity for me to work through that because it is nowhere near perfect, and sometimes it drives me nuts, and I have to just be okay with um, what it is and just be okay with being okay with it because I don't know. Some people seem to like it, and they give me good feedback, and I think that's great. So we've all lived through the past two years, right? Like 2020 to 2022. So I don't think any of us have really done anything or everything perfectly or gracefully in the last few years. I know I haven't. Um, and some of us, and I, I, I'm speaking about myself, have fumbled with grace since the beginning of our existence. Grace has always been a... Uh, a challenge for me. We're all on different pages of life. You know, what I may thrive in public speaking, like who thrives in public speaking? Other people that may be, I took a public speaking class in college. I'm going to tell one more story and then I'll be done. Um, and the professor told us that one of the one of the top causes of fear in people is public speaking next to like death and I thought that was insane because I don't know I don't I don't really like people but I like to talk in front of a lot of people which doesn't even make sense but whatever that's just how I am um I don't know where I was even going with that anywho we're all on different pages of life, okay? And the point of all, all of this is um, I'm happy that I had the encounter that I had the other day. And uh, I'm happy that it went the way that it did because it got me to thinking and it opened my mind up a little bit into what other people may be going through and not taking it personal based off of what I'm going through. And the simplest way for me to come to any sort of acceptance or put that into practice is just to try to be kind to one another and try to be kind to ourselves because I, like I said, I beat myself up. I'm a perfectionist. If I don't do something perfectly or in its completion, I, I it keeps me up at night and I have to just be okay with like letting go, you know, like I, I stopped mid-story halfway through this podcast. Can I edit it out? Yes. Will I? Probably not because I'm lazy, honestly, and I don't like editing. So that's why this podcast is so imperfect and unscripted and all over the place. I, I prefer it that way because it's so un, un, um, it's so outside of my normal realm of thinking. And I've just learned that the more I open my mind, the, uh, the better off everybody is, including myself. So I will close with this. Please be kind to one another because our existence relies on it. Forgiveness, grace, understanding, compassion towards others and towards ourselves. And starting with ourselves is like the best way to start. Self-care, it makes the world 
behave a whole lot better. So I hope this finds you at a good time. And if it doesn't, I hope tomorrow is better. I love you so much.